Welcome to the Daily Reset for Success show. Our time together is full of fun and laughter as we talk about topics based on resetting our lives, living happier and healthier, increasing our prosperity, our love and our outlook on life. We invite you to join us almost every day. Feel free to join in on our other natural curiosity channels on your favorite podcast app. YouTube and in our group on Facebook. You can find the links on the website naturalcuriosity.life or if you're in the business you can join us on Patreon. Hello and welcome to our show today. We are so glad that you're here. Our daily reset for success series is here to help all of us reset our lives so we can live a happier, healthier, more creative and prosperous life. Our co-hosts today are me, Marian LaSalle, creator of Spotlight Productions, producing live stream shows for business owners and entrepreneurs, and Lady Lou, the baby boomer babe, offering custom interviews for authors, speakers, and people with a message to share. We also have with us today, Eileen Dillon. Good morning, ladies. Morning. Good morning. It is a perfectly fine day, isn't it? It's lovely. And it's Eileen's out there in California. Her son is just coming up and she's waking up the world out there. We're so tickled to have you, Eileen. Thank you Thank for you. being here. It's a real pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Thank you. So where in California are you today, Eileen? I'm in a town called Davis, which is right near the capital, Sacramento, in Northern California. Oh, it's beautiful there. Yeah, I'm sheltering in place with my son and his family, and they've had the good sense to put me in charge of planting the veggie garden. The veggie garden. Oh, yeah. well, we know now that Mother Earth is your mother. <laughs> you read that. Thank I you. I did. Eileen wrote the most beautiful story and sent it to me yesterday about how she went from being rejected basically by her stepmother and her taken away from her real mother. And I mean, a real sad childhood story. And she was lamenting at the, I believe you were 37, weren't you Eileen? When you were lamenting that your mother, uh, stepmother, nobody loved you. And your girlfriend on the phone said, well, Mother Earth is your mother, and you were already a gardener and loving the, the planting and digging in the dirt, and you took that to heart, and Mother Earth is now your mother, and right. she loves you. That's true. I love the story. Yes, it, it was so amazing because I was all choked up, and my friend said, you're thinking too small about who your mother is, and... <laughs> took me by surprise. And really, I think an interesting thing is how much we can do with our imagination because I was going to go to the beach and take my shoes off and walk in the sand. And in fact, it started pouring, pouring rain. And I said, I'm not driving to the beach in this. So I went and lay down on my bed and imagined going to the beach and walking in my bare feet. And what do you know, uh, it worked. I claimed the Mother Earth as my mother, and I never felt orphaned again. <sighs> that feels so good. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? And, you know, there's so many elder orphans out there in the world now. 
there are people who do not have a mom and dad anymore and perhaps don't have any siblings or any other close relatives. And they might be in another part of the world, but they're not in their life. So they call themselves elder orphans. Wow. And it's a, I like the term. I'm kind of like an elder orphan. My folks are gone, but I have a brother and a sister nearby and a nephew who lives next door to me. So I'm not quite the elder orphan that so many are who have no one. And that's where you found yourself. You had what, three children at that point? That you were before, raising? You, before you answer, Eileen, uh, you're banging and banging again. I'm so sorry. Lou, Thank Lady you. Lou, yeah, could you handle that? Yeah. Okay. So down, uh, down at the bottom of the screen and in the description, you're going to be able to find ways that you can reach out to Eileen. So she has an emotion, emotional mastery for life website and it's emotionalmasteryforlife.com. And down below that is a way for you to get a hold of her. So I really want you guys to pay attention to this because the Daily Reset for Success show is all about helping us reset every day. And emotions play a big part of this. So we're really happy to have Eileen here today to talk about this. She's a professional talking about what we all are going through. So please answer Lady Lou's question and... I want you all to reach out to Eileen. Thank you. Thank you, Marion. You know, uh, it, it wasn't my professional self that got me into emotions. It was the fact that I was full of anger. You talked about my difficult childhood. When you have a difficult childhood and you don't have a place to express those emotions, what happens is like water behind a dam. The emotions just build up and they constantly look for a way out. And what happened is I, uh, my first husband and I agreed to have a child together and she was 10 months old when he came home one day and said he wasn't ready to be a father and that he was leaving. Oh. And that was what broke the dam in me and the anger started pouring out of me and it, the only place it had to go was over me and my little 10 month old daughter. And that really was disturbing to me. This was back in the 1970s. Nobody knew anything about emotions. Not even therapists looked at anger as a separate entity. They would look at it as part of schizophrenia, for example. But we surveyed uh, 37 schools in California in 1998 and asked this question, do you now or have you ever offered a standalone course on anger? How many of those 37 institutions that prepared therapists do you think actually uh, taught a standalone course on anger? One? Zero. 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 So even therapists weren't being prepared to deal with emotions. And that's after generations of us shoving emotions down and stigmatizing them and trying to ignore them. And you can't do that because we are at least born with emotions. We may have them before we're born actually, but we're born with them. They stay with us 365 days a year 24 hours a day and they don't leave us even when we have alzheimer's we still have emotions they don't leave us until we leave our bodies right and yet we didn't know anything about it 
And so I couldn't, uh, you know, I was asking questions like, what causes people to be angry? And why is some anger explosive? And if I try to stop it, why can't I stop it? I had all these questions. I went to the University of California in Berkeley. I went to their library and spent a few days there with the help of the reference librarian. And I still didn't find any answers. So that's when I set out on the quest to figure out how I could deal with anger. And it led me ultimately to understanding uh, how emotions actually work. Can I tell you a little bit about how they work? Before you do, I, I want to discuss it because um, this comes up a lot. Uh, Lady Lou and I have had this discussion. Uh, we've had problems in some of our groups because of it, like, you know, outbursts of anger. Uh, and we're, nobody even knows where it's coming from. It's like, I'm sorry I did that. I don't know wh why I did that. Uh, it happened to me just the other day. Uh, Lady Lou had to apologize to a guest for me. Not on air, of course, but, but <laughs> it just like came out and I thought, now where'd that come from? I, I'm a nice person. I've never really had a problem with anger or anything. So here's what we did. We, we diagnosed her and we gave her a name. My anger lady in, uh, lives inside me that's slipping out now and then is called Gladys. And Lady Lou, we named hers as well. What was yours, your name? It was named after my Aunt Audie. Because we didn't know what to do with it. It's like, I don't know. It slipped out. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. You know, I'm. why was I? It, it sounded angry. I Although I didn't really, you know, I wasn't angry. But I thought, oh, my God, if I could do this, I could imagine somebody who's drunk or who's, you know, on drugs or, you know, who just doesn't have any common sense and how they, their anger just explodes and they kill people or whatever, right? Well, you don't have to have all those uh, exigencies either. The issue, it, most of us women were taught to be nice, yeah. right? We were taught to be nice, which means that anger is not acceptable. Right. So what do we do? We stuff the anger down. Yes. Now, any emotion that is held inside grows right? And anger is our most active emotion. So even if you don't think of yourself as being angry, if you go through the process when anger comes up, you don't really give yourself permission to just have to be angry, but you say, oh, well, how could I set that aside? Or how could I not express that? Or how is there something else I could, you know, and you don't deal with it. Uh, then what happens is it stays inside and it builds up and along comes something that triggers, just like I said, my <clears throat> when my ex-husband left, that triggered me. And the anger spills out because anger is our most active emotion. You know those old Disney cartoons where the character would swallow a bug and the bug would be inside of the trying to get out? That's the way anger, that's the way I envision anger. Um, and so the very fact that you're such a nice person and that you don't usually express anger or maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe even acknowledge it, uh, is the culprit. Because anger is constantly looking for a way out. And if there's any of it in you, it'll find a way out and it'll come out the way you're describing. Uh, and there are certain payoffs for holding on to anger. And um, 
it sounds like you may have the same one that I have, which is that it's not okay to be angry. And so we set it aside and then it builds up and then it explodes out of us or expresses itself. And we go, oh no, I didn't mean that. And we start piling it up again. So we never get out of the circle of anger. What I have learned over the years is that it's possible. I'm a recovered angry person. It's possible <laughs> not to have Hi. any. Now you can never get rid of all of our, we can't get rid of emotions because they're part of us, but we can make them that big in our life and not so we have to name them or continue to try to deal with them or, uh, or whatever. I mean, naming is fun. I'm not, I, I don't mean that you can't do that, but, uh, but what about just putting uh, emotions where they belong, which is coming up in us to help us learn and navigate our lives. That's where they belong. Good morning, yeah. Karen. Karen says this information is so important. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate you being in our audience today and listening to this. I think everybody needs to hear this one, don't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hi, Karen. So, so emotions are given to us as tools. And I'd like to explain how this works. We have an experience. Uh, let me back up. First of all, it helped me to learn that our earth is a big giant school. I hope people listening like school because it'll be a bad piece of news if they didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, but we're all here to learn. And how do we learn? We have experiences. And then we work with those experiences and move through them. Every experience offers us something to learn. We don't have to learn it, but there is an opportunity there. We could talk maybe in a few minutes about COVID-19 and what, what is it offering us to learn, right? And with our experience comes emotion. And every emotion has a message right? Loneliness, for example. What do you think causes people to feel lonely? I don't know, but it does seem to affect a lot of people. For some reason, I'm, you know, I always have something that's keeping me from feeling lonely. I, I don't understand it. I love people. I love to be well, around people, but I'm not really <laughs> sure what causes people to feel lonely. But most people think that Loneliness comes from being alone. Would you not agree? Yes. Yeah. That's not it at all. No. And you have the secret, Marion. The secret is that you have the same amount of energy coming in as going out. When you're lonely, you have more energy going out than coming back in. So since you do things that you like to do that are talents of yours, you have energy that goes in and out. And okay. if, if you feel lonely, just do something to bring energy in. The best thing is to do something you have a talent doing. Uh, but bring it in, you know, uh, read something you like, dance, listen to music, bring it into yourself. Because you can be lonely in a crowd. You can be lonely in a marriage. Yes. Uh, Lauren, I used to get angry about getting angry. <laughs> yes. Well, Lauren, let me just digress a minute. Uh, a lot of people get angry about getting angry and they get angry at themselves for getting angry, yes. which, which builds the anger. 
it's you know it's like a it's like a nightmare right the which I'm, zone. I'm sure lauren you figured that out by now but uh you know what what i've learned is that anger the signal of anger is that we have these ideas inside of us about how things should be uh, you should uh, not take the last cookie you should wait in line you should not be greedy notice that the the rules come in shoulds and should not so anytime you get angry if you ask yourself what what's my should here what do i think should or should not happen that's the universal cause of anger is that you have these shoulds and they get violated and you get you feel angry right and we think that other people make us angry other people don't make us angry other people stimulate the violation of our shoulds and those shoulds lead us to get angry does that make sense to you yes oh. and i've heard lady luce say now don't shoot on me <laughs> <laughs> right well, well if for lauren we'll say don't shoot on yourself either right. uh, and and so what i learned finally with anger is that when i have all those rules about how life is supposed to be and clearly they're not correct or they wouldn't get violated right mm -hmm. when i have all those rules it makes me more rigid so anger is really coming up to show me where I'm rigid and where I need to change. Does that make oh. sense? Oh, the light bulb goes on. Right. And it's so simple, right? Isn't it simple? Yes. So, so then uh, like, let's use the example. I'm driving down the freeway. Eventually we will all be able to drive down the freeway again. Um, <laughs> I'm driving down the freeway and a driver cuts me off. And a lot of people get angry about that, right? Because we think drivers should not cut us off on the freeway. Well, I would say there's a certain percentage of all drivers who do cut people off on the freeway. What's your percentage, Lou, Lady Lou? Oh, I'd say 50%, if not more. 50%. So what happens if the next time you're driving down the freeway, the driver cuts you off and you say, ah, you're part of the 50%. <laughs> You're not angry anymore, you see. You've oh. taken the should out, right? Yeah. And essentially, anger results when we are not taking action, when we're not empowering ourselves. So a real cure for anger is to go ahead and live your life as fully as you can, as you want to. Uh, and then there's not a lot of occasion for anger. Ooh, that that's a big challenge for some of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may take a little time, but you know, it took me close to 50 years to figure all this out and start teaching it. And I give you the advantage of, uh, I wrote a book. I give you the advantage of my 50 years. You can get a drop on it and do it much, much faster than I did. Emotions yeah. in Motion is the name of my book. Mastering Life's Built-in yeah. Navigation System. I love it. Yeah. What did Lauren say? She says, I listen to my, I now listen to my anger, pay attention to the messages it's bringing and give myself permission to release it. Great. Perfect. Great. Now also. One, one more time, Eileen, put your book up a little closer so we can see it because I think we need to start having classes on this. Okay. <laughs> emotion, emotions in motion. I yep. love it. And we can get it on Amazon or your website. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Yes. Do you hear? Do you hear me, Lady Lou? We need to have start having. Classes. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to share this material with the world because oh, good. As you and I were talking before the show, I am now 77 years old. I live. Uh, usually, I'm I'm a landlubber right now, but usually, I, I, for the last three years, I've been a full time RVer, oh my God, traveling, so jealous. <laughs> traveling the, the U.S. and Canada, oh. and I I do it without having to be courageous, without having to be afraid, without getting angry about things, without feeling lonely, because I am in emotional mastery now, finally at last. Oh, thank God, huh? Oh, Karen, Karen you bought my book. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Oh, ah. well, well, we'll have to talk to you more about this class. I think there's going to be a lot of takers. We can do it right here on Zoom. Well, uh, I'm, uh -huh. I'm certainly interested in sharing this, that, you know, one of the reasons I'm still writing and traveling and working at 77 is because I'm really excited to share this. And I, frankly, mm -hmm. I haven't found a lot of people who have this kind of approach because once you understand that emotions are given to us to help us navigate these experiences and figure out the lessons, all of which I talk about how to do that in my book, uh, then what you can do is, um, is just go through emotional situations that fast. Oh, you we're know? gonna help you set it up. You, Thank you, Karen. It's already a done deal. Okay. Okay. All right. We've already got our first participant here with Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Yes, I'll have to leave the garden for a little while, but that's okay. I <laughs> <laughs> well, just just for an hour a week right. or something like that. We won't take you away from that pretty garden. <laughs> so, every one of our emotions is giving us a message. Uh, uh, love says, "Come closer." Right. Uh, anger says you're being rigid. You have these shoulds update your view of the world. Loneliness says you are not loving yourself enough. You're giving more energy out than you're bringing back in. And once you know what these are, you haven't experienced the emotion comes with it. By the way, I want to just tell you, we do not own emotions and emotions do not own us. Oh. Right? Emotions are energy. Like a river, we don't own the water that goes through the river generally. I guess some people who are landowners think they do, but you can't own that water, right? You can't own that energy. It goes through you, and that's what emotions are designed to do, to come up when you have an experience, give their message, you utilize the message, learn the lesson, and they move on. That's what they're designed to do. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, out, out, damn spot, as uh, Shakespeare said. <laughs> Eileen, I have a question about this now. You said that no one else is seeing it from this perspective. Why do you think that is? I mean, we've got psychiatrists, psychologists. We've got people that are trying to deal with people that have anger issues. Why has no one come up with what you have? Well, there are a hundred roads to heaven. Uh, you know, we have different approaches to things because different people respond to different approaches, right? Uh, what I have observed over the years, I, I'm, I'm an emotional literacy pioneer. I wrote books for parents to help their children deal with emotions back in 1994 wow. when other, okay, so it was a long time ago. Uh, 
uh, and so a lot of people live in their, most people live in their heads yeah. and emotions don't happen in your head. They happen in your body. They're connected to your head, but like behavior, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy says emotions come from the thoughts that you have. Well, I think they come through your body connected to your experiences and then you have thoughts about them, but that's not the way people look at them. So we are looking at emotions intellectually. I had the advantage of being in a terrible mess and being very determined to get out of it. And so what I was looking for was something that actually worked that didn't make me have to go back and replenish and do it again and do it again. The kind of work that I'm offering with emotions, you figure out how to work with emotions. You start getting on top of an emotion and then it just like sort of disappears. Let me talk to you about fear. I was afraid, you know, something about my early childhood and when I lost all my parents, my father was, or my birth mother anyway, and my father was in the military. We moved every, uh, every 18 months to three years during my childhood. I went, lived in 11 or 12 different homes by the time I got out of high school, right? So it was a tumultuous uh, kind of experience. And so I had a huge amount of fear. And then I got to be a single parent for 20 years with no support and no savings and uh, working my job and taking care of my children. And I was constantly afraid. So I got to age 50 and I thought, well, I've been able to figure out anger. I wonder if I could figure out fear, right? And what I did was figure out a, just a simple way of dealing with fear that left me in the position of um, being able to just, oh, I'm afraid of something, let me do this thing, and it it moved on, right? And I thought that I would still feel fear in physical conditions, but in actual fact, I didn't. And I tested that when I was about 74 years old. I went on a cruise with my sister, and I swam with a full-grown jaguar in the ocean and I had and sat and posed with the jaguar and I had no fear at all which was really surprising to me wow I didn't jaguars don't usually I didn't think they liked water they're cats cats like to swim this cat's head was this big, you know, oh. I, I don't the pictures in my van. I'm sorry. I didn't bring it. Uh, okay. But. Oh, I, I just I'm fascinated. Eileen. I am just fascinated. Me you too. I were speechless, which doesn't happen very often. <laughs> oh, no. okay. Well, I, I'm finding myself being very animated because I'm so excited that you are open to this. Yeah. So let's apply this to the current uh, experience that we're all having with COVID-19, right? <clears throat> if every experience we have is an opportunity to learn something, then what is COVID-19 offering us? And I, I made a, uh, I, I made a two-page um, tip sheet that people can get. I sent you the link um, 
Lady Lou, I think I sent you that last night, or maybe Marion, I don't know who. Well, you sent me the link for the story. I didn't see the link for the for Well, the if I didn't, I'll send it again, and maybe okay. you can post it. But at any rate, um, I on this, I have a list of several possible things that we could be learning or needing to learn. For example, uh, one of the big lessons of the COVID-19 is to point out to us that we are all connected, right? And yeah. we, don't, we don't often understand that or accept it. We think I can do this over here in my little part of the world and never you mind uh, what's going on over there. But COVID-19, do you know that COVID-19 is 0. 0.000000? 49215THS of an inch. It is such a tiny little thing and it has brought humanity to its knees. That's really profound in, oh. as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Oh. Okay. So another thing that we're facing and we haven't figured it out yet is we have a split between the material world and the energy world or the spiritual world or the world of love, however you want to look at it, you know, what's more important? Is it more important to save our economy or is to save the people, you know, and to save our hearts? And so many wonderful heart things are happening, like the Italians coming out and singing opera on their balconies to one another. Oh. Or uh, I think last night I was looking at a community that, uh, uh, I forget where they are, but they, they howl at night in appreciation oh. for the people who, who are taking, the first responders, the people who are taking care of them. Oh, that gives me goosebumps. Okay. Yeah. So, so we are, you know, here's an interesting thing. Human beings don't like to change. And as a therapist for 50 years, what I discovered is that most people will have something come up and they go, oh, I don't have time. I don't want to do that. That's too scary, whatever. And we don't make the change that is clear we need to make, right? And usually people will wait uh, and every time that that lesson comes back up, it's a more painful lesson. So they'll wait until the pain of that lesson gets so great. They think it couldn't be any worse if they take the leap and go to the new place. That's what it takes for us to change. Now think about COVID-19. We have needed to make changes on this earth. We need to take better care of our earth. We need to take better care of ourselves. We need to slow down. We need to take better care of each other, right? And so this tiny, tiny little particle has come into our lives, stopped everything and said, recalibrate, right? And the emotions that come with it, uh, some people, there are emotions that they've sat on for years that are coming up. People are making major changes. Uh, people who are uh, codependent, my next book's on codependency. People are, who are codependent are uh, having a terribly hard time staying alone for any length of time, right? And, and so there are all these lessons and the emotions that come up with them, fear, uh, anxiety, uh, uh, anger, all, they're all there to help us figure out how to learn those lessons. Oh. 
Well, Eileen, our time is gone. I oh, wish no. we had another half hour, another <laughs> hour. This has been so enlightening and so wonderful. Thank you. We will have you back. And I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll get started on putting together some kind of a class for you and we'll share it with our people. And what we'll do is when it all comes about, we will post it on the Natural Curiosity Facebook group page. So if you want to know more about it after watching this video, go over to the Natural Curiosity group Facebook page and join the page and we'll post it there as to when the class will be starting and all that good stuff. Will that work for you, Arlene? I'm excited about it. Thank you. Oh, me too. Me too. Because I wanted my life to get easier. You guys are making it easy by setting up the class. That's cool. Oh, we will just <laughs> we'll be so happy to do that and to help you. Thank you for being here. We just love my you pleasure. already. It's amazing how that works through the video camera. We fall in love with people. Uh -huh. Thank you for being here. And thank you, thank Mary, you. for all your work. So we're going to have to say goodbye, unfortunately. And thank all of you in the audience for joining us. Well, Absolutely. Natural Curiosity is our umbrella where we put all of our live stream videos and recorded shows. And you can find us on Facebook and YouTube under Natural Curiosity. And we're also on all the favorite podcast stations. So you can listen to us while you're running around. Once you get to be able to run around again, we're waiting for that day, aren't we? <laughs> so anyway, you can also go to naturalcuriosity.life Marion's website that help you to learn more and you can contact us over there and you can contact Eileen at the uh, little scroll things on there. And it's also going to be in the descriptions underneath the videos on YouTube and Facebook and under the podcast stations. So we'll say goodbye now. Thanks again, Eileen and Marion. We love you. All of you. We love everyone. And remember, you. create a fantastic day for yourself. Very good. Until Thank you. Time. Bye. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner? If you said yes, check out our Natural Curiosity Business Mastermind. We are online using Zoom video chat meeting every week. You will find support, training, and lifelong friendships. I encourage you to visit patreon.com slash natural curiosity and get the support that you want now. Thank you for listening to the Daily Reset for Success show. We sure enjoyed creating it and we are glad that you're here. Remember, you can reset your life anytime you choose. All you have to do is open the Natural Curiosity podcast and listen, or you can join us on our live stream show on YouTube or on our Facebook group. Contact us anytime on our website or on our Patreon page. Create a fantastic day for yourself and live a life of happiness, joy, and harmony.